Welcome everybody. I hope you had a fantastic weekend out on the water or otherwise. I certainly did. Back in training and loving it. My name's Nick Douglas, Adventures of a Sailor Girl, and this is Sunset Radio. Welcome. Welcome, 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 everybody. Show number 17, just racking them up now. I feel like I need a little bell, ding, going into battle. Loving it. And gosh, I had a fantastic weekend on the water. More on that later. First up, I think we're going to go into sailing news in 60 seconds. The Land Rover Sydney Gold Coast race wrapped up both during and following the show last week. Well done to Oates. Loyal, Blackjack and Ichiban who took the top four on line honours. And congratulations to Celestial who took out the IRC overall. We will be touching base with Steve McConaughey, the tactician, later on in the program. And Blackjack did take out IRC zero. Well done to Blackjack there. The Brisbane to Keppel race started on Thursday and Oates, Blackjack, Alive and Ichiban were the top four online honours there. Well done to Ragtime. It was definitely a small boat race who took out the win on IRC and Celestial popped up again winning IRC in Division 1. Congratulations again to you guys. The Pacific Cup, the race from San Francisco over to Waikiki in Hawaii wrapped up and Australian boat Scarlet Runner took out the win, which is just fantastic. We'll be hearing from both Brett Avery, who runs the boat, as well as the owner, Rob Date, later on in the program. So much news today, guys. I can't even think about all of the interviews that we've got, but make sure you stay tuned to hear from both Scarlet Runner, Celestial. We'll have Paul Blundell up next after this break, chatting about the Boyd Up program. And later on in the program, Josh McKnight on the GC32s and the recent Moth Worlds. So, so many people, including my coach for this weekend, Mike Fletcher. You definitely have to stay tuned for that one. Gosh, he's a legend. I really, really love working with that guy. And, um, and you wouldn't think he's a day over 50. <laughs> Just kidding. He's, he's, he's pretty brilliant for, uh, for everything that, uh, that he's brought to our sport in general. But here we go. We're going to go to a little song. This is Nick Douglas, Adventures of a Sailor Girl. And on the line, we have Paul Blundell up at Noosa. How are you going, Paul? <laughs> Lovely. Thanks, Nick. I bet it's a beautiful day out there. It's been a bit chilly in Sydney recently. Yeah, unfortunately, that's coming up here. <gasps> oh, no, I'm all passing it on. All of our southern states yeah, <laughs> have sent the low up to us and it's kicked off today all this afternoon. Oh, no, it's catching. That's not what we want to hear. But uh, you've had a fantastic event recently. I believe it was last Saturday, your fundraiser for the Boyd Up program. How did that go, Paul? It was a roaring success, um, mainly thanks to our two key speakers who were Roger McMillan and Tom Slingsby. Oh, um, wow. They both went out of their way to come and help us out. I mean, Tom really dug deep to find uh, a spare weekend in his very busy schedule. Yeah. And did be a massive favour by uh, finding room for us. He yeah. only had, it was only a couple of days before he flew out to San San Fran. Yep. So that was uh, that was a, a real draw card for us and and helped us fill the place. We had about 110 people wow, awesome. for the fundraising dinner. Yeah. And uh, proceedings were kicked off by our program patron, who's the Queensland Minister for Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander and Multicultural Affairs, Glenn yeah. Elms. Wow. And uh, we had a bit of a, a, a local celebrity MC, Andy Phipps, the ex sort of TV I've heard the getaway name type, yeah, type yeah, star. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. And Andy did a great, Fipsy did a great job dragging money out of people's wallets and, and 
enormous support in auction items, including your parents, who were very nice to help us out. Yeah, they did. I'm they, sure you, you, they, we've had you the point, pointed it in the right direction. I did, I did. I, I said to them, you know, this is a great cause and they should jump on the bandwagon, and they did, and they've already had a call from the from the lucky winner. So that's um, Oh, fantastic. that's great. Yeah, so they'll be spending a weekend at Shrebbo, uh, which is pretty awesome. <laughs> very nice. So that was also a, a, a top help. We had um, great support from all local businesses and and uh, raised in all with a couple of large donations from the Westpac Foundation and the Little Sisters of Charity we raised nearly $30,000 on the wow. evening so That's that uh, really concrete the, the future of the Boyd Up program for another 12 months or so That is amazing and our next, yeah, our next group of kids come from uh, Sherberg State School 20 little indigenous kids between 7 and 12 and, and uh, they'll come down and, and spend a week in Noosa or near, nearly a week in Noosa and and uh, as, a, as a bit of a reward for their school attendance and behaviour at school which is uh, something that the state and federal governments are pushing yeah, in I communities at the moment. <laughs> so these kids will get a bit of a pat on the back and sent to Noosa to do their Yachting Australia Tackers program with us, amongst oh. other activities and cultural sessions and all the rest of it. So yeah. it's a full week for them. Such an amazing program. I'm, I'm so glad that the fundraiser went well. It's really great to hear. I did, I did need to check up on you. I, I meant to last week, but I was a bit flat out with the Land Rover Sydney Gold Coast. So, um, I, um, exactly, yes. Yeah, so I'm glad we've managed to, to touch base now, but I'm looking forward to see how the program unfolds. But $30,000, that's amazing. But, I mean, you're always looking for more. So what I'll do is I'll, I'll share your Facebook – well, I'll, I'll share a link on my Facebook page so that if people want to get involved or want to learn more, um, they can – Yeah. There. Yeah. It's a big commitment from the Yacht Club, from the New Yacht and Rowing Club. We've um, it cost us about sixty thousand dollars a year for this program. We've mm. put about a hundred kids through their uh, their camp um, mm. from various communities, and of course transporting them in and accommodating them and feeding them, and plus all their the entourage of supervisors and support staff that come with them. Um, yeah. But it's it's great to get them out of their normal backyards or running up and down their own street, yeah. wherever they're from, and uh, showing them what goes on and introducing them to sailing. So it's, exactly. it really works well. And it's amazing good for to their see. Self-esteem and yeah, it's amazing to see what happens to kids when they're put out of their comfort zone, but also to see them when they fall in love with sailing. So, yeah. Yes, well, it's, <laughs> Matty Owen also came up for the event from Canberra. Oh, Matt awesome. designed the Boyd Up program. Yeah. And uh, he's always a great supporter. And, and, They've, we've undertaken a study with Canberra Yacht Club in regard, which was completed by the um, university down there, and, and it showed that after these kids complete the Boyd Up program, um, their engagement at school and, and family life, and uh, and their improvement is is outstanding. So it, wow. it has been verified that what we're doing is is the right path. That's amazing. And if people want to hear more about the Boyd Up program, I have had a chat with Matt Owen himself and also Paul. I've, I've, I've spoken to you before. So if they check out um, show number six or number 12 on my website at www.sunsetradio.co, they'll be able to hear plenty more about the program. But I'm so happy that you managed to raise 30 grand, Paul. That is fantastic to hear. <laughs> Yeah, it was it was a nice relief, let me tell you. Oh, <laughs> I can't even imagine, but we'll uh, we'll keep we'll keep tabs on you and hopefully we'll touch base very soon. This is Nick Douglas, Adventures of a Sailor Girl, and on the line while he's getting ready for the Brisbane to Keppel race, no rest for the wicked, we have Steve McConaughey. He is the 
tactician and the helmsman of Celestial. Congratulations on your win in the Land Rover Sydney Gold Coast, Steve. Yeah, thanks very much. It was a fantastic effort by the Celestial team. I'm very happy with our result. Yeah, no, you did fantastically. I mean, it, it was a, a definitely a hard race and hard fought to the end. I mean, firstly, trying to get out the harbour. Um, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that was a challenge. Yeah, so how did, how did you fare getting out of the harbour? Yeah, yeah, really well. We got um, a pretty good start. We almost um, uh, had a little uh, incident at the boat end of the start line with uh, Etchy Barn and uh, Patrice coming along on starboard, but we just managed to uh, spin out, did a, like a 360 just before the beginning tangled up with them, and we escaped them. Uh, yeah, got a good start, actually, and, and he got out of in pretty good shape. We just sort of um, got clear air, and... And we were completely stopped in South Reef. I was a bit worried because the tide was starting to turn and I thought we were going to get washed onto the onto the reef there. So, again, my heart skipped a beat a few times there. But <laughs> <laughs> we got going again and then speared across to North Head. And I think we we snuck around North Head, probably two bow lengths off the shore, mm. um, in a tiny little bit of breeze that was funneling around there because there was absolutely nothing offshore. Yeah. So you could see wild oats and all the big boats completely stopped off there. And I... Yeah, by the time we got around North Head in this tiny two knots of wind, we were actually the furthest boat north. We were leading the race on, wow. on, on scratch. So <laughs> we're very happy with our start. <laughs> Unbelievable. Good. Yeah, it was a bit of a yo-yo race. And um, I know that you mentioned Patrice just there in the start. I have heard about that incident. But um, you, um, they, they were leading on IRC for quite a while. But you, you brought it home. Um, I mean, what, what gave you the, the, the ability to kick up a gear and then, and then bring it home? We, were, we had them on scratch right up until... Uh, Smoky Cape, which is um, you know, north of uh, Tacking Point, which is Port Glory. So we actually had them on scratch at that point. So wow. we were definitely we were leading the race. Brilliant. Uh, I think Victoire, the Hobart uh, winner, Victoire, I think, was in front of us there for a little while. But 90% of the night, we had the, we, we were leading on IRC. Wow. Uh, but then, yeah, Patrice went storming past us. Uh, they were actually very quick on it when it does become hard running, mm-hmm. whereas most of the night was shy reaching, like really hard press, sort of west, southwest of blowing. So we we managed to hold them off through yeah. the night until it went into the south a bit more, and then they steamed past us and uh, led the race comfortably up until Ballina. And then they elected to go 20 or 30 miles east of Ballina, thinking there was more pressure off there. But uh, I've done this race 20 times now, and... <laughs> And this is how east of blowing, you've got to be in close there. And I said to the, the team, you know, I think the right tactic is to be within a mile of the shore. Yeah. And we, we were doing 11 knots around there, and those guys were doing 7 knots against the current 20 or 30 miles off. So we we did very well there, and that's when, you know, things were looking really good, and the only boat that really could could beat us at that point was Blackjack. Wow. And possibly, you know, Wild Oats as well, but Blackjack had already beaten Wild Oats on time on the handicap. So, um... So you had it nailed. Yeah, I think we had to average seven knots um, from Cape, Cape Byron to the finish. And and at one point, we were only doing five knots. And I was thinking, oh, no, we're not going to win. We're, you know, Blackjack's going to beat us. But, but then we got a nice little southwest westerly sort of uh, coming into Tweed Edge there. And we stormed home doing nine, nine knots. So we ended up winning by two hours. So it was wow. very exciting for us. Yeah, that is really exciting. And... Um I mean, and you won your division, but then also overall, which is just fantastic to see. And, and so I guess we can take it down to some tactical nous on your part. <laughs> yeah, I won one of my better races for sure. <laughs> very, very happy, you know. As I said, I've done quite a few of them now, and a lot of the guys 
said afterwards that, you know, I think people are watching the technology too much these days. They're looking at forecasts and they're looking at all the you know, grid files which show yeah. you what routing you should be sticking to. But yeah. I just throw, you know, I throw that out the door a lot of the time and just go, yeah, see to my pants. Like, you know, yeah. what I can see at the time is what I think, you know, where I think I, we should be making those decisions at that time, you know, and, and that's why we went really close in. Yeah. to uh, North Head and got this Wesley out of Manly, like I said, and we were launched. And, and again, Ballina, and you know, we were close in, and you know, still rocks there. And it just paid dividends. Everyone that was out wide just didn't do you know, yeah. a good... And it was always uh, going to be... I think that was always going to be the tactical decision of the race, whether to, whether to stay out wide or whether to come close. But, I mean, you, you're exactly right. Yeah. The most important tool that a sailor has is, is their gut and, um, and their yeah. eyeballs. <laughs> Exactly. Now you. Um, yeah, it, I, sounds, it sounds like I, you're I won out. this race actually. You know, thinking back in the past, I won it on um, Quantum Racing, the Cookson 50, which is now Victoire. Yep. Which obviously won Hobart last yeah, year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, we won it in 2008 by going wide. You know, we were the furthest boat wide and and, <laughs> and won it back then. So you it's either you're in all the way close to the bricks or you're or a long you're way out. out. Yeah, awesome. <laughs> yeah, a lot of time middle ground on the pay. Exactly. You've got it you've got to make make the call and stick to it. But it sounds like are you out on the water at the moment, Steve? <laughs> yeah, just steaming down Brisbane uh, River, heading out to the start. Awesome. And and so Brisbane to Keppel, how how do you rate your chances? Any any chance of following it up? Sounds like it might be a light one. Oh, well, at the moment there's full glass out. I can see a little bit of breeze on the horizon, but um, 26, 27 degrees up here on a, on a winter's day. It's just incredible. Glamour. But um, so that's the fortunate chilly still yeah. at the moment. But there is yeah, going to be a warm day and the northerly feeling in. I think we'll be taking up the Fraser Island coast all afternoon into the night and tomorrow. But um, there is a southerly forecast uh, Saturday morning, which will really pushes along nicely for the last 100 or so miles so that luck's on our side again as far as uh, beating the big boats with that blow home yeah so um i'm not sure about the, the smaller boats concern me because the longer they, they the longer they are in this uh suddenly on saturday the better off they'll be coming home fast so yeah. well, i think we're looking good to beat the big boats but I'm not that confident to beat the small boats at this stage. <laughs> awesome. Well, all the best to you and congratulations once again to you and the team on Celestial for taking out the Land Rover Sydney Gold Coast race. Awesome to see. Um, and by two yeah, hours, as you much. said, no problems at all. We'll have to um, catch up with you again down the line. And good luck in Brisbane, Keppel. <laughs> yeah, thanks very much. Yeah, it still gives me goosebumps thinking of the result. You know, we're, we're just so happy to get this team over the line. You know, we, we, got, we got third in the Hobart race, but, you know, that was our biggest result up until this uh, Southwell race. So we're, we're getting better every every every, every day. <laughs> funny, funny how that happens. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Awesome. Well, I'll let, I'll let you get back to your preparation. Thank you so much for taking the time to chat with me. Yeah, thanks, thanks, for, thanks for the chat. Congratulations, big congratulations to Steve McConaughey and the team. That interview I did, uh, you would have heard, as they were heading up Brisbane River to start the Brisbane to Keppel race, which was on Thursday and finished up. Well, the boat, the last boat, I think, finished overnight, actually. Uh, you know, big, big trek up past Fraser Island and then all the way into Yapoon. But uh, a, a bit of a shout-out as well to Will, who is the owner of Celestial Sun. He did his first offshore, offshore race ever 
in the Land Rover Sydney Gold Coast. So he might be their new good luck charm. He's only 16. So a big congratulations to Will and the whole Celestial team, not only for the Land Rover Sydney Gold Coast race, but also for the Brisbane to Keppel race, where uh, they were just about to start when I did that interview. They actually won Division 1, which is fantastic to hear. Overall, the winner was Ragtime. And, uh, and Celestial did come uh, fifth overall on IRC. So it was a small boat race, as predicted by Steve McConaughey there. But, uh, yeah, well, congratulations to all these people who are starting to do some big warm-up races in the lead to the Sydney, in the lead up to the Sydney to Hobart. I really can't wait to see what will happen at the end of this year. It's going to be a massive 70th anniversary of the Hobart. This is Nick Douglas' Adventures of a Sailor Girl, and I'm very excited to have on the line Brett Avery. How are you going, Brett? I'm good, I'm good, really good. Where are you at the moment? Uh, in Waikiki on uh, the island of Oahu in Hawaii. God, it's a tough life, isn't it? Now you're there because you've just <laughs> finished up the Pacific Cup on Scarlet Runner. Congratulations. I'm so excited for you guys. You've done fantastically. Yeah, it, it, was, it was an amazing, amazing race and we're absolutely stoked with the victory I've had some pretty tough competition and um, we managed to managed to pull it off, which is excellent. Indeed, and you're the first boat ever to take out the triple. Uh, it looks like you took home every single trophy. No one else, you know, needed to go, really. <laughs> I was, uh, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's pretty amazing. It's lucky we've got a container here to take it all home with. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. So, are you, so you're putting the boat in a container to bring her home? No, no, we're um, just all our race sails and, and stuff like that. We're, we're sailing the boat home, leaving uh, leaving tomorrow, um, wow. so in 24 hours. I was going uh, to say, and <laughs> I was going to say yeah, after, such a, after such a long journey, I, I caught up with you a few weeks ago. I mean, basically, it's been a year-long journey now. It would be a shame to send her home in a container. You've got to finish the job. <laughs> yeah, no, we're, we're going to do the, the full lap. Wow. Off to Fiji now. Wow, excellent. And so you're leaving today? Uh, uh, we're leaving, uh, leaving in 24 hours, so. Wow, not long to it's go. Just, uh, just done all our, not long to go, just, <laughs> just completed all our customs clearance and off to do some provisionings shortly. How exciting. And what are you going to do when you get home, V8? <laughs> um, get the boat ready for Sydney Hobart. <laughs> How exciting. And it goes full circle, but oh my goodness, after so many adventures and after so much success, but, um, it's going to be weird to come back to normal life, maybe. It will be. I'm. I'm not sure how uh, the three of us that have done the whole lot are going to going to cope coming back to living a normal life once again. But uh, we'll cross that bridge when we get to it. I reckon. <laughs> Indeed. Now, saying that you 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 took out the triple in the Pacific Cup, so the ORR, the PHS, and of course the overall. Uh, but it wasn't exactly smooth sailing. You did have a few things happen. For those who were following the blog, it was really exciting to see how you were going. Yeah, there was a there was a few little things on the way. We ended up with a big fishing net wrapped around our keel and our um, the sail drive leg for our engine, and um, that cost us probably an hour and a half in time. Yeah. Um, and had to had to put someone in the water for forty five minutes in the middle of the night to to clear it all. And then ended up with a, a really close race with a uh, with um, Piwacket, uh, Roy Disney's boat, which was full of legends of sailing so it was really nice to be able to be able to beat them yeah i bet that that's a bit of a feather in your cap <laughs> yeah yeah awesome and then and then now you're packing up and heading home but oh like what a, what a way to cap off the trip though hey does it make you feel good about the whole journey 
Absolutely, absolutely. Like, it's just it's amazing. It's really been the icing on the cake. Oh, that's just fantastic. I'm so excited for you. And I know that you're really busy. And I've been like, please catch up with me, BA. Please catch up with me because I'm just so excited for you guys, um, the whole team. Uh, it's, it's really awesome to see how well you've done. Yeah, no, thanks. Always, always make time for you, Nick. Oh, you're amazing. You are amazing. But I know that you've got to get back to your provisioning and getting sorted through customs and everything. But hopefully we'll catch up with you when you get home and we'll definitely have to follow Scarlet Runner in the lead up to the Hobart because after all of this experience at sea, you guys could be on fire. Hopefully. We'll see how we go. <laughs> I'm not putting the pressure on by any means. I'll be following you anyway. <laughs> Uh, awesome. I'm going to wrap it up now. This is Nick Douglas, Adventures of a Sailor Girl, signing off with BA all the way from Waikiki. It's a tough life. Congratulations to Scarlet Runner for taking out the Pacific Cup triple. <laughs> Thanks, Nick. It's always great to catch up with BA and amazing to hear about the adventure. Congratulations again to the team. We will be catching up after this break with the owner of Scarlet Runner, Rob Date. I thought it might be interesting to get a different perspective about what's been happening and just the excitement that he has and the history and why he really wanted to set out and do this journey. Because for those who don't know, Scarlet Runner has actually spent more than a year travelling around the world doing a number of different offshore races, which is just amazing. So stay with me. Plenty more adventures, including Rob Date, Josh McKnight, Mike Fletcher. It's all here. My name's Nick Douglas. This is Nick Douglas, Adventures of a Sailor Girl, and on the line I have the owner of Scarlet Runner, Rob Date. Rob, how are you going? I'm fantastic. Absolutely fantastic. Excellent. No, no wonder you're fantastic because you've just taken out a victory in the Pacific Cup. Congratulations. Yeah. yeah thanks very much. Now, we've, we've just won the uh, Pacific Cup, and we, which is the race from uh, San Francisco to Hawaii. Yeah. It's the, in, in the alternate years to the, to the Transpac. So Transpac was last year, Pacific Cup this year, but... Uh, but we've had a really good victory. We've we've um, we've beaten some fantastic sailors, and and uh, and we've won every division that we entered in. So I don't actually we we won four sections, and, yeah. and I don't really know how that happened. But <laughs> but uh, we walked away with more prizes than I've got in my whole life. It's fantastic. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's amazing. You're going to need a um another boat just to bring all the trophies home. <laughs> yeah, well we've got the shipping container, and we've. Um, We've managed to steal the perpetual trophy, which um, I'm not sure. That, I'm not sure that terribly going to go down terribly well in a month's time when they when they figure out we've got it. But nice. I, I, I I fully expect to send it back. But we've stuffed it into our container and it's on the way to Australia. So Perfect. so uh, I'm, I'm not sure how they'll feel about that when they find out. But <laughs> maybe deal, maybe maybe deal with that when it happens. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Or never ask, always apologise. It works better that way. Yeah, exactly. Now, how how did the crew feel? It must have been so elating to all be there together celebrating such a victory. Yeah, we had of the nine of the nine we had on board. One of the, one of our crew, Sammy Chandler, she had to fly back to work. Oh. I think it was back to work. It might have, it might have been back to her husband, but uh, <laughs> after being being with us all for a few weeks. But the rest of us, the the other uh, other eight of us. We're just—I mean, we're all on a huge high. Yeah. Um, it was uh, the same crew that we did the Cape Town to Rio race with, uh, except for one, and, and so pretty much the same crew. Yeah. And uh, and those um, same people have been flying in and out, taking annual leave, taking leave without pay, and just just to be on the on the crew. So a dedicated bunch, and it's been uh, 
it's been terrific. It's you know? unbelievable. And such a way to cap off an amazing year. Because for those who don't know, Scarlet Runner has actually been away from home now for, oh, I think it's over a year now, travelling around the world. How fantastic. How did you come up with this idea to basically uh, do the, the wish list, the bucket list of every sailor? Yeah, well, we were, we were we'd done the Sydney Hobart um, a, a while ago and, and it's a it's a Rykel Q52 Scarlet Runner. And yeah. So she's similar to a TB, TP52, but she's an offshore boat. Yeah. And we kept going along to regattas and, and we've got all these inshore TPs and, and they're lightweight and they're not waterproof, but they're, they're a bit quicker than us. And we were just a little bit frustrated that we're sailing around in a in an offshore boat trying to race it inshore. And, yeah. And my, navigate, my navigator, Jessica Sweeney, who's um, from Perth, and, uh, and she said, why don't we just hunt around the world for some offshore downwind races? <laughs> and uh, so we made a list. Uh, we made a list of those races, and that was the, that was the um, Hong Kong-Vietnam race, the Cape Town to Rio race, and the San Francisco-Hawaii race. Wow. And uh, we, we, that, they were the three on the bucket list, and then we, then we sort of looked around to see what we could patch into the middle to make it so we just didn't do three races. Um, and the Hong Kong-Vietnam race, it just didn't work out. The timing was too yeah. difficult to get to the Hong Kong and then get to Cape Town. So we set ourselves up for the first one to be the Cape Town to Rio, and then we went up to Antigua and we did uh, three races and a couple of long, three regattas and a couple of long-distance races in the Caribbean, <laughs> and then south through the Panama Canal and up to San Francisco for the... For this one, so uh, it's been a real kick the bucket list. And you know, we've done Antigua Race Week, we've done some Bath Race Week, we've done US Virgin Islands uh, International Regatta, we've won the Guadeloupe uh, to Antigua Race, and we've all got that song in our head. You know, <laughs> I don't even know who sang it, but we've got you know, we're all singing there going Guadeloupe, doop, 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 you know, it's all a bit Around Antigua Race, which is another long-distance race we did pretty well in. And we're pretty good at the long-distance races, and we're not we're not so good at the short, round-the-cans races. Yeah. Um, but we're really enjoying it. Oh, she's on her way back. She's left yesterday, and she's on her way back to Australia, and I guess she'll be here in a month. How exciting. Uh, yeah, and uh, a bit of love and care when she comes back, and she'll be back on the race course in a couple of weeks. So oh, we're very excited. Awesome. Oh, that is so exciting. And I was going to say, what do you do now? I mean, you've just done all these amazing offshore races. What's next? <laughs> well, we've already, we've already entered the Sydney Hobart. Yep. Um, that was the 70th, the 70th this year. And we didn't know if there'd be a... As soon as I saw it come out, I thought, uh, you know, maybe they're going to have a cutoff on numbers. So I'm just going to put the entry in. <laughs> Perfect. So we've, so we've got the entry in quick. And I don't know if there's a numbers cutoff point for the Hobart, but... But look, it's a, it's again. If we get the right race, if we, you probably know that Hobart's either one beat and two runs, or two beats and one run. Exactly. If we get the, if we get the one beat and the two runs, we'll be right on fire to, to uh, do quite well. Get, in, get into the money on that one. Wow. And and then our favourite regatta is the, um, is the Adelaide to Lincoln race. Nice. And and Lincoln Race Week, which. Uh, it's funny that all gather goes from Adelaide to Port Lincoln, oh. and they're a great race. Do you know? Um, do you know, Rob? My first offshore race ever was the Adelaide to Lincoln race. I know it well. Yeah, <laughs> it, it is. 
it's a great little race. Yeah, and, it's great. And, uh, you know, we're, we're the Victorians that come over and try and steal the trophy. Perfect. And <laughs> just the way Regattas used to be when, uh, you know, where everybody wakes up in the morning with a bit of dust on and, and uh, they get into it. And everybody has a good party every night. But it's not quite as serious as some of the others. Yeah. Well, we're serious when we, get the, when we hit the race course, but... Once we get off the race course, it's, uh, it's just a terrific little regatta. Yeah, work, um, work hard and play harder, they say. <laughs> absolutely. I couldn't, couldn't have said it better. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. If you think you've had enough fun, don't have some more. So, <laughs> that sounds uh, awful. <laughs> yeah. So we have been having a good time. And we have been partying pretty, pretty hard, you know. It's, um, getting to the Caribbean was pretty interesting with a where the rum's cheaper than the Coke. So you yeah. tend to mix, you mix pretty strong drinks when you're in the Caribbean. And so we've had a few parties in the Caribbean. And we had some pretty big parties in San Francisco and, and uh, some even bigger ones, of course, when we knew we'd, we'd basically won the race in, in Hawaii. We, yeah. uh, we just we had a provisional win and we, yeah, we had a few days on the fun. That's amazing. Yeah. Well, oh, congratulations. Congratulations again and welcome home. And, um, Thank you. And hopefully I'll catch up with you when, you when you're here for the Sydney Hobart. This is Nick Douglas, Adventures of a Sailor Girl, signing off with Rob Date, the owner of Scarlet Runner. Congrats again to them for winning the Pacific Cup. We'll be right back with plenty more sailing news and adventures after this break. This is Nick Douglas, Adventures of a Sailor Girl, and back in the country, Josh McKnight. How are you going? Oh, very good. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thanks for having me on. No worries. Always a pleasure to have you on board. And we've got to, you know, take these opportunities when we can. <laughs> yeah. Because you have been out and about. Uh, congratulations on your third at the Mothworlds over at Hailing Island. Fantastic to see. Oh. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you very much. Yeah, it, was a, it was a good event. Um, it sort of looks like we weren't going to get much breeze at the start. But, yeah, we, we got it in the end and it was a really good event. A really good event, but a very tricky event. It looked like... Um, Consistency may have paid in the end as well. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, there was a uh, very big differences in the breeze from the you know first race of the day to the last race. So just keeping in the top five, I think, for each race was a uh, was the key. Definitely. And um, the 131 boats is that the biggest fleet that you've had at a at a moth event? <laughs> yeah, that's the biggest fleet at a world. Oh yeah, biggest fleet at a at a moth event we've ever had. So it was really good. Just huge. I can't even imagine. But they did split the fleets up, I believe. Yeah. No, we had uh, 70 boats in each fleet. I'll give or take a few. Yeah, sure. Excellent. Great. And um, and what what's next in the moth? Because I know you did do a, a regatta at Garda. Congratulations on winning the Italian Nationals, was it? <laughs> yeah, thank you very much. Thank you very much. No worries. Um, yeah, so I think next to the moth, we've got the Worlds in Sorrento in January. So Ooh. we're just getting set up for those at the moment. Yeah, exciting. That should be another big one, do you think? Maybe not 131, though. I think I think it, it could be another big one. We'll, uh, we'll have to wait and see. I think we'll get more American boats showing up. Wow. Um, but, but less UK boats, given they've just finished their own world. So. Yeah, exactly. But, um, but good to move around, because it's building the fleet in a big way, you know, when, you, when you're moving around like that. Yeah, no, it's, it's really, really good. And we've got a, quite a few high-profile sailors joining in as well um, with Chris Draper and, you know, Nathan as always yeah. um, hanging out with us. <laughs> and the guy that came second, he's a little bit of an unknown. That was interesting. Oh, Crashley. Nah, he's, no, he's been around for years. Has but, he? All right. <laughs> um, this, this is his best result so far. Yeah. Um, but he, he's always sort of hung around in the top 10 
Um, awesome. But he's he's put in a big effort this year to uh, to really step up his program, and he he'll uh, he'll be in Sorrento as well. Perfect. So, Looking forward to racing him again. Awesome rematch. But now onto onto very important things. I know the moth is is your um your passion and your love. But I was very very jealous during foiling week seeing you out there on the GC thirty twos, Joshy. Oh my goodness. <laughs> yeah, they're a pretty impressive bit of kit, um, and they're a lot lot of fun and you know pretty safe actually. Really? So, there you go. Yeah, I'll. It was it was my first time steering that, and we had probably 25, 30 knots of breeze. So it's <laughs> definitely time to put a reef in the main, which we did. Yeah. And uh, but but big heads are on. Wow. So, awesome. Yeah. And you um you took out a speed record. Is it still standing? <laughs> yes, yeah, thirty-seven point nine. So that was that was a good good Gosh. speed to to have. Yeah. How did that feel? <laughs> yeah, it's uh it's a different sort of feeling to doing you know 30, 30 knots in a in a moth. Yeah. But yeah, that's that's absolutely hauling, and uh, I think forty knots is definitely on the cards for those boats. So, Ooh. challenge accepted. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> awesome. Do you do you have any uh, future plans to sail the DC thirty twos? I've heard wind; they might be heading down this way as well. We'll have to see what happens. Yeah, and any opportunity I get to sail the GC thirty two again, I'll definitely take it up. Awesome. Um, they're awesome boats, and you know the guy I was sailing with, um, you know, a few of the guys, you know, Seb Cole. Is a you know oh, wow. French yeah. uh, America's Cup sailor and match racer yeah, and legend. Ben, Benoit <laughs> Benoit Marie just won the mini transat on his first go. Wow, so amazing! Very good guys to have on board. Yeah. And um, and then we had had Morgan White, which is actually our GC32 expert on the bow. <laughs> yeah, awesome. And he he was basically telling us what, what we were doing wrong and what what we could do better. But yeah, the you know, it's good to be surrounded by those sort of people. Oh, it sounds like you lucked out in a big way. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> awesome. Well, I won't keep you long because I know you want to get out there and enjoy some of the sunshine. I know it's winter, but it's pretty good, really, isn't it? Yeah, no, it's, it's been pretty good since I've been back, so yeah. very happy to be back in Australia. Awesome. Well, enjoy your time at home. What's next? What's happening next? Uh, we've got Hamilton Island Race Week. Oh, perfect. What are you heading up on? Uh, Hooligan. Ooh, exciting. Well, I'll be up there. I'll be broadcasting yeah. every day, so you'll have to come say hi. Awesome. Yeah. yeah, we'll do it for sure. Awesome. Yep. Thank you so much, Josh. I'll catch you up there. No problem. I'll chat to you soon. Perfect. This is Nick Douglas' Adventures of a Sailor Girl with Josh McKnight, who just came third at the Moth Worlds and, and had an amazing experience on a GC32. I'll share the photo from that uh, just after this break. Welcome back, adventurers. My name's Nick Douglas, and this is Adventures of a Sailor Girl on Sunset Radio. What a fantastic show we've had this evening chatting to Brett Avery and also Rob Date of Scarlet Runner, who just won the Pacific Cup. That's the race from San Francisco over to Waikiki in Hawaii. Just insane. We also just heard from Josh McKnight on his third at the Moth Worlds and a good wrap of the Moth Worlds there, but also uh, his speed record on the GC32s of 37.9 knots. I've just posted a photo on Facebook at Adventures of a Sailor Girl. If you haven't seen it, it's absolutely insane. I just can't believe the speed that those boats are hitting amazing we also kicked off the show chatting to paul blundell of the boyd up foundation up in queensland they just raised thirty thousand dollars to help support underprivileged kids or less advantaged kids to get involved with sailing which has now got proven research to actually help these kids to perform better and, and basically have a better quality of life which is just amazing you should really get involved with boyd up if you haven't had a look already have a listen to this show or um, have a listen to shows number six and number 12 that are available on the website at sunset radio 
Radio. Just amazing. Also caught up with Celestials uh, tactician and helmsman Steve McConaughey. They took out the Land Rover Sydney Gold Coast race over uh, last weekend. And then they also won Division 1 at the, or during, or over, the <laughs> Brisbane to Campbell race, which is awesome to see. Now, I'm just going to do a bit of a recap of my weekend. I did head out on the water both days, kicked off training for the Taser Worlds, which will be held in January over in WA at Busselton. I sail with my dad, Rob Douglas, on the boat. We've been sailing together on a Taser for 18 years, so uh, we're a pretty strong team. But Fletch, Mike Fletcher, is our coach, and and we were out this weekend both days with him, which was just unbelievable. Our selfie, I believe, actually went a little bit viral. But first, let me take a selfie. A little bit more about that later. Here's a little soundbite from Out on the Water. This is Nick Douglas, Adventures of a Sailor Girl, and we're on Sydney Harbour on Saturday. I don't know the date, 2nd of August. That's it. How are you going, Rob Douglas? I'm starting to get cold. Fletcher's making me wait. I don't like waiting. You don't like waiting? No. I like Fletch, though. Fletch is cool. But wait is a four letter word. Well, um, we're just kicking up our taser training for the world that shall be in Busselton. In January, are you excited? I am, I am, because I'll get back in shape. Yes, what an insane weekend it was. Saturday, it was exceptionally windy, as you can hear in the clip there. Uh, we were a bit cold waiting in between races. It was only 14 degrees yesterday, so a little bit chilly out on the harbour. I know all of the people in Europe and America are giving us a hard time, but that's our winter sailing. And down here in, in Australia, we're, we're more used to, you know, 30 degrees, nor'easters, that sort of thing. But uh, I thought I'd also do a little bit of a bite with, with Coach Fletch. I did walk him back to the coach boat today. You'll hear the, the lovely laughing waves in the background. It was a lot lighter today and we were sailing out of Balmoral Beach for those not local Balmoral Beach is in Sydney and it's right in the centre of the harbour so when you sail off Balmoral Beach you're sailing right in the opening of the head so that's where we train so it's a little bit lumpy but um, yeah, really really good so here's a, a little bit of a, a listen to uh, Mike Fletcher Fletch who was the original coach of the Australian sailing team he also coached um, Darren Bundock and John Forbes to uh, silver medal in uh, in Beijing, I believe, and before that they had a bronze in Athens. But yeah, here's a little bit of a listen to the ledge, Mike Fletcher. This is Nick Douglas, Adventures of a Sailor Girl, and I'm currently walking the man, Mike Fletcher, back to his coach boat. How was your day, Fletch? It was excellent. Yeah. In the middle of winter, the sun was out. <laughs> That's ten always no- a bonus. Ten, 12 knots of wind. <laughs> you had to coach some poor taser slackers, including myself. How do we go? Yes, I'm used to that. You're used to that, the you slackers. Did, you did well. <laughs> we did well. As usual. As usual. Will you come back and coach us? Yes, I like coaching the tasers. And I sort of get a good feeling when you do a coaching session and people are sounding better at the end than they were at the beginning. You think, well, that was good. That makes you feel good? Yeah, it does. Yeah, I think Brad made some big improvements today, Mr yes, Brad Stevens. Yes, and he's one of the most experienced in the fleet. So. Yeah. But he doesn't get much coaching, and he's used to sailing in smooth water in Rose Bay, and he just didn't change change his trim habits. And when yeah. he got into the, into the rougher water, get him out in the sound in the yeah. bit of the roller coaster. I think you even told Dad and I we could trim today. That was a bit exciting. Yes, yeah, when I told you your jib was trimmed, well, you nearly fell out of the boat. I know, I got a bit excited. You, you, you like to give us the tough love, but I like it that way. And you were going a lot better today, like you led. Yeah led a lot of races by big big margins. That's what we like to is, hear. Which is good 
to yeah. do that, you have to have decent speed and handle the shifts and things. Yeah. We, we, we try. So I thought that was good. Excellent. It's nice when you guys learn something. So you learn something. I, did, I said that to Dad today. It's yeah. hard to make gains, and it's nice when we can make a big one. But thank you so much for your time, Mr. Fletch. Good pleasure. And we'll see you very soon. Okay. Awesome. Man told me I was trending on Facebook this morning. <laughs> I know. You're That's my right. selfie. You're <laughs> my selfie. There you go. That was Mr. Fletch, Mike Fletcher. And you did hear at the end of the interview there that Amanda, his partner, mentioned that uh, our selfie went a little bit viral on Facebook yesterday. It did indeed. <laughs> it was actually hilarious. I was on my phone while I was eating lunch and, and Fletch came and looked over my shoulder and said, can you take a photo with that thing? And uh, I snapped a selfie and went, yep, <laughs> and up it went on Facebook. So, uh, yeah, he's, he's, he's quite a champion. It was really, really cool. <laughs> but first, let me take a selfie. So if you haven't seen it yet, jump onto Adventures of a Sailor Girl and have a look. Mike Fletcher, uh, go yeah, just an absolute guru for those who know him. He is the man in terms of coaching. Very, very lucky to be able to uh, say that I'm coached by him and also to call him a friend. He's, he's a bit of a legend. But uh, thanks to him and thanks to all the Taser Sailors who came out this weekend. I had a great weekend as much as I was freezing cold and those who were there will also tell you that I've been very, very sick. So I wasn't at my peak performance, but we did sail very well, which was awesome. That's, uh, that's all for my adventures this week and that's all for, for everybody else who's managed to join me. Thank you to those who are adventuring at home and listening in and thank you to those adventures who have shared their journeys with us today it's always fantastic to hear the stories that's what makes our sport what it is all the stories that we get to share with each other so i hope you all have a fantastic week and i'll catch you next sunday which will be my last sunday show before i head north up to early beach race week i'm very very excited to let you guys know i'll be sailing on ichiban and also patrice while i'm up there and then i'll be heading straight over to hamo so there's plenty of adventures coming over the next few weeks and i can't wait for you guys to all join me thank you guys um once again for listening as always give me a chance i'll do my best to kick and scream and dance when winter comes i'll turn around take me back to the a big thanks to paul blundell of void up and make sure you check out that program if you haven't already Thank you so much to Brett Avery and Rob Date from Scarlet Runner and congratulations to them for taking out the Pacific Cup. Thank you, Josh McKnight, for calling in and for sharing with us that amazing GC32 adventure. Congratulations to Celestial on their Land Rover Sydney Gold Coast win and thank you so much to Fletch for his coaching this weekend. My name's Nick Douglas, Adventures of a Sailor Girl, and I'll be back next week at 6pm AEST on Sunset Radio.